Hey guys, welcome to episode 159 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. And as usual, Rupert's underneath me, and as soon as I started talking to you, he jumped up and started <laughs> wanting scratches. He uh, he always wants to send you a greeting too, and I wish you could hear it, but you just can't. You just can't. Uh, you'd have to be here with me in order to hear that. <laughs> anyway, uh, this week we have the wonderful Nathan Aleph. That's how he tells me how to say his name later in the show, as you'll see. Uh, we'll get to that. You'll see all of that, okay? Uh, Nathan's great. When we did this episode, we didn't include any music um, on the show, uh, but he sent me a few tracks from his YouTube channel, which I very highly recommend you go check out after this episode, or just pause this episode now and go check it out now. I don't care what, which order you do it in. Just do it, you know, like Nike says. Uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I just put the tunes into the, into the show. Um, the first tune you're going to hear is Blackbird, his version of Blackbird. And the second tune towards the end of the show is from his band Yama Yama. They do a version of Vampire Killer from the video game Castlevania. Um, so you'll hear both of those, and I thought I'd just tell you up top what they are, because I'm not going to interrupt the show with more uh, introductions to things. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh, what you have to look forward to. Definitely... Uh, keep your ears peeled for those tunes throughout the show um for me the only thing i want to promote this week is a live show the only live like public show that i'm doing which is with zach churchill on october 26th that's saturday from 9 to 11 or so whenever whenever people stop drinking and partying that's when we'll stop playing <laughs> uh but yeah play with zach churchill oak laguna beach on saturday so if you're down in the laguna beach area and want to horse around and have a cocktail come over there you know what i'm saying come hang out um everything else is you know fun and we're private or you know riding or all these kind of things um i have a long podcasting day on monday uh with a bunch of fun guests uh slotted for that so i'm looking forward to that however i do know what next week is okay you know i know that it's spooky it's the spookiest week of the year so you know uh don't get too scared yet Okay, uh, you have a week to, to still just remain calm, you know, and next week things will get spooky. Um, but I have a great Halloween episode for you, uh, so please stay tuned for that and subscribe now if you haven't already. Uh, next week's episode is one of the most insane uh, hours, <laughs> hour plus, <laughs> I've, uh, we've ever recorded. So it's a very, very crazy episode, so I hope you'll stay tuned and check in on that next week. Um, I think that's all for the plugs at the beginning of the show, so I just want to get you into meeting this wonderful Nathan Alf, okay? He's the best, uh, you guys are gonna love him, and, uh, we just had a great time. I, I said in the, in the show notes, if you looked at that, uh, that was, uh, we had only really got to hang out on, uh, during rehearsals or on stage. So this is our first time just being able to chill and goof around, and it was a blast. We had a really great time getting to know each other better, and I'm really excited for you guys to meet him and hear his music. And uh, just get, you know, intrigued about uh, uh, Mr. Nathan, you know? So you'll go search his YouTube and his social media and stay tuned with all of his badass projects, all right? So with that, I will end this intro and I will send you off into the wonderful show that's ahead. But first, I want to just say what I normally say every week, which is get yourself some kind of chili or hot beverage, depending on what your, what your climate is like and what your physical needs are. <laughs> If you need the warmth of a companionship of a pet, like a Rupert, like I have, um, I hope that you have that with you. You know, if you're hungry, get a snack. If you're driving, I hope you're not too pissed off. But most importantly, and what I beg of you each week, is to please sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show!
welcome to the Ryan of Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong. Today's strength level is the piranha. Now, the piranha is a carnivorous fish located in the Amazon and other, other uh, rainforest areas. Carnivorous fish uh, will, will decimate the bodies of mam- mammalian creatures in seconds with this, uh, a very strong gnashing of teeth. They work in schools and groups. They work very well in groups, as most fish do. And today, my guest is a very carnivorous fish of a performer, <laughs> producer. He's an amazing talent. He plays piano. He's a sound man. He does video with Buckets Moving Company. This is an all-around badass. And uh, I, there's really no, uh, there's really no comparing him to a piranha. But it was the strength level today, so I had to make that work so. <laughs> Where do you come up with these ideas? Uh, very, uh, I don't know. It's some, some weird spot in my weird brain. But today's guest is the wonderful Nathan Aleph. How's oh, it going, you. man? It's going great. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I just always try to think of something that's strong, you know? For sure. And it's j- whatever pops into my mind first. And today I was just like, what's strong? And I thought animal and then immediately thought piranha. Well, you know, I appreciate that. I, I feel like I'm, I'm small and scrappy. And, yeah, true. And, yeah. Yeah. What else is like that other than a piranha? I do like when the guest, like just forcing you to make it make sense. Right. Could <laughs> <laughs> you do the work for me? Do my best. But there is some, it's like, why would I think that? You know, when you're coming out, who knows why? But sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's obvious, like sometimes somebody will work for some like crazy, you know, if they worked for like a muscle car company, it'd be easy to say what the strength level was, but sometimes you just, you go with the feeling. Well, you know, I, I feel like I'm not a very obvious choice for uh, for strength descriptors. Okay, but uh, but I appreciate. Well, you're just talking about you're, you're talking about physical strength, though. I guess I suppose, but you know, I, I appreciate so many a good types. deep metaphor. As I was well, say, you there's know? so many so many different types of strength. That's right. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, I mean, ju- we ju- I just briefly said things that you do, but you know, the first question I ask everybody is the exact same question. And the reason I ask it is because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. So my name's right in the front of the of the title of the mm-hmm. show. And so when I start talking, everyone goes, "Yeah, that's Ryan. We get it. He's here again." Uh, but they're going. But a lot of the listeners are going, "Hey, who is this Nathan Alice guy?" You know. Yeah. So my first question to all my guests is simply, "Hey, who are you, and what are you doing here?" I like that you go like straight for one of the deepest <laughs> questions you could possibly ask someone. Like. Let's get to the core of your identity. <laughs> yeah. In 30 seconds or less. Exactly. Let's jump right in. <laughs> Why not? Um, that's, it's actually, I, I say that because it's kind of hard for me to answer now. Yeah, like, yeah. The who am I has been a big question in my own life in the last year. You mean because, recently? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because everything has changed so dramatically in the last year for me. But I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to give a brief uh, a synopsis. Sure, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I grew up in Eugene, Oregon, mm-hmm. um, and I got a really early start playing piano. Okay. Um, because my grandmother ran a, a daycare out of my parents' home, and one of the teachers, or sorry, one of the parents, um, was a music professor at the local university, okay. and, and saw me playing the piano as as a two and a half year old, and said. There's something there, and who knows if that guy was doing drugs or something. But <laughs> or if he, uh, it was that was a really good way to get a lesson, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like well, jokes on him because we didn't go to him. But um, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, 
but uh, that was enough for my parents to find uh, a music teacher that would take me at three years old. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that was my that was kind of my origin story. Are there videos and stuff you plan on your oh god that yeah. young? Yeah. Oh yeah, all the VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know that we've converted any of them, but yeah, yeah you. Go dig in the closet to find the camcorder, and I'm sure you could pull them, <laughs> That's pull awesome. them up, Super 35 or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, I, I my first recital, I think I just turned four. Oh wow! Um, so I was performing at a very early age and went through uh, piano lessons all the way through college. I got yeah. a music degree in jazz performance. Where'd you do that? I can't remember. At the University of Oregon. Okay, cool. Yeah, it cool. took me a while to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. Though, late yeah. bloomer. Yeah, no, that's great. Though. That's great. Well, Oregon's so awesome. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it is. it's a great spot. Yeah. I've never been to Eugene. I almost went there last uh, last time I was there. Or maybe we just talked. I can't remember. But we, we, we yeah, that's one of the places I've wanted to visit. It's Eugene beautiful. Eugene and Bend and all these different places over there. Yeah. But, Especially in the summer. It's like... It's one of those places where it's, you know, Pacific Northwest. So it's, yeah. gray. it has two seasons. It's like right. gray nine months out of the year. Yeah. And will drizzle rain. Yeah. For those nine months. And then it's just like three months of the most gorgeous. Yeah. Mild, temperate summer. Um, yeah. Everything incredible. stays green because it's been so wet. It's mm-hmm. not like California where like two <laughs> weeks into spring, everything turns brown. All those big rains happen. And so then, so that it's beautiful for a couple of like, and then like it all a week or fire. two. And then everything is ablaze <laughs> and it's a hellscape. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And th- so when did you move out here? So I bounced around a bit. I moved to San Francisco for a hot second, and then I moved up to Portland and was just trying to find my, you know, my place in the world, Yeah. Uh, both uh, career-wise and, and, I guess, geographically. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after Portland, I moved back to Eugene, kind of that post-college, like, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. Back in with my parents. Uh, met my now wife, Emma, mm-hmm. in that period of time. And uh, I, I think we were there for about a year before we were like, we got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were both like fe- just feeling like failures in a, in a yeah. sense of just like ending up back in our hometown after college, trying to figure out what we're doing with our lives. And, and I wish uh, that, th- that that time didn't come with such guilt feeling. Cause it's like, I know. it's like, Jesus, you're so young. And you have so much time in reality, but... Yeah, know, and everybody like, does it. Everyone like, just feels so guilty and crappy. It makes it really hard to make decisions. There's that whole thing about just college and, like, this is what you're going to do for the rest <laughs> of your life. Or, like, you know, you got to get a degree and, like, go into your career. And right. basically no one does that anymore. So no. this whole idea that that people have to have it figured out. At 17. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, so ridiculous. Yeah. Because they basically, you know, they said when you're in college, but it's like, no, you're really, you're prepping starting at least junior year. Yeah. For what you're going to do for college and you have to make all those decisions and then you're supposed to just set the like set it and forget it like a pressure cooker, you know? Right. And how many people are, you know, working in the in their career fields that they that they went to school for? They, yeah. Yeah. Not very many anymore. At, at least not in the entertainment industry. That's true. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. true. So that so that you moved back so you moved here. What year was that about? Uh uh fifteen? Yeah. Um so it's been a, it's been a minute and uh, we found this amazing apartment on the west side. We love it over there. Yeah. And I was doing the music thing for three, I guess, three years here. Yeah. And uh, I was making it work, you know. I, I didn't, I never got like a like a side job or a day job right. uh, when yeah. I was here. I was uh, producing backing tracks for YouTubers and gigging with people, mm-hmm. uh, which is how we met. Yeah, we met with uh, Pascal's Matthew Grant. That's right. And um, uh, so just kind of living the dream, you know. Yeah. 
working in bars till one in the morning and you know hoofing it back home with your keyboard in tow yep very Uh, familiar with this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i feel like drummers and keyboard players kind of have similar similar gear lives it sucks and then you you do so much sound production and film stuff so now it's even it's like because now i do a lot of sound stuff too Mm -hmm. and and especially for gigs they're like oh so can you bring a pa or can you bring speakers and it's like man i'm already i've already always been complaining about drums yeah. my whole life yeah. and now i'm doing sound it's so much more work it's, it's but film ending. is even crazier everything's super heavy well <laughs> it, it isn't i mean from for production sound uh we actually don't have that much gear oh that's cool which is great so you, and this is mostly with you're doing a lot of work with buckets moving company which we've talked about on the show because uh, right. ricky chavez was a past guest on the show mm-hmm. who is with involved with that and alex chaloff did the videos for primary colors which is my trio with josh johnson and that's right Liza wallace so i've yeah. been hearing about buckets for a long time they're cool doing company. great stuff yeah like some of the best music video yeah um video content for music is probably a better way to put that yeah uh, because we do a lot of commercial stuff as well okay cool um yeah, just yeah, incredible, incredible vibey video stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, All, really cool to look at, which is makes it so much more fun. Right, <laughs> and the videos actually look good and are yeah. cool. So, um, so that was a big transition. Uh, just deciding at some point that I was going to go from music to doing sound because I was, you know, producing tracks. I was definitely had a foot in the audio world. Totally. Um, but uh, I just found this little. I guess it's, I would call it a niche. Yeah, Fe- felt like a niche to me. Yeah, uh, totally. <laughs> of production sound where I could just record dialogue and also do this kind of music thing on the side. Gotcha. Um, which is less common in in that scene. Um, a lot of the people who record dialogue don't necessarily uh, have a lot of experience recording music and bands and and live location. That makes sense. You know, though. Big yeah. high channel count kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that was my jam. Like that was what I did. So, um, so I found this this little. Uh, sub sub niche yeah. within the niche of production <laughs> sound uh, where I get to do um, dialogue and music recording. So a lot of our like music commercial clients like Fender, yeah. um, we get to record bands yeah. and we're doing like these things called, they're calling Fender sessions where we'll record a group playing and then we'll do an interview with them uh, and we'll do these like long form uh, music back, you know, going back into the reasons that the artist wrote the tunes and and kind of justifying what they what their whole artistic ethos is right for each tune and and in general and it's it's really cool to kind of do a deep dive into what some of these really incredible artists are are, are into and so you don't just is get that all that, is that in a st- is that cha- does the venue change each time and you're doing yeah so, yeah for per location right so you bring in all that yeah stuff. they t- they tend to find and, and this is all alex i think but um they tend to find some really weird vibey locations one that's coming out soon um i don't know if i can talk about like who the artist is and all that okay because ndas but um that we'd found this like entirely pink house uh-huh <laughs> and so like the whole thing is pink yeah yeah and inside and outside in uh yeah i think so it's like fully pinged out <laughs> but um but it looks like you stepped into like a full-size uh real life dollhouse yeah and it's so bizarre i and love that there's somebody that wanted that you know it's like somebody wanted to live in that all the time yeah and, and she's probably making a killing as you know Renting locations manager for, yeah. for video stuff but um so that was one I, I wasn't on this one but they just did one in a bowling alley mm-hmm. uh you know, live music performances like hard rock in a bowling alley. That's awesome. And then one of the one of the scenes they did like in front of the lanes, and then one of them they did in the bathroom. 
That's awesome. And it's just so weird and interesting and and cool and different. That's really cool, man. So that's so you're, that's what you're doing now. You and Emma are living out. What are you do? Do you live in town? It doesn't take you that long to get here. Yeah, I live in Sautel, West LA. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, you're close by. Yep. Cause I, yeah, you texted on the way, and I was like, okay, cool. But I, I was like, I wonder what that means. Because <laughs> sometimes people will <laughs> See be like, in three hours. Be like, just left my exactly. Sometimes they'll be like, I just left my house, you know, and then they're forty five minutes late, you know. Right. <laughs> it's just, that happens all the time. So, but, yeah. so you said <clears throat> it was like fifteen minutes till eleven or something. And you said on my way, and I was like, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> See him soon. But no, that's great, man. Um, that's cool. So you're living out here, live, uh, living the dream. Yep. Doing all kinds of production and all kinds. Of, still, you're still playing here and there. Still playing, yeah. Actually, uh, September uh, is w- weirdly slow on the uh-huh. audio gig side. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, as freelance life tends to be, yeah, it was like I got ten music gigs. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, okay, cool. Well, th- and why that's not? Th- that's why that like nowadays, like if you don't diversify your skill set, a freelance career is like almost impossible now. Like, right. If if you can only do like one thing, it's just it's just there are there it's it's so seasonal. You know, and like when, when people need stuff. So if you don't have other skills to offer, you know, you're looking at a very difficult. <laughs> Absolutely. Fat time, lean time kind of thing. Also, making that transition from full-time artist and producer to full-time technician and yeah. sound. Yeah. Uh, you know, spending my whole life being a musician, my identity was really wrapped up in that. And yeah. so the idea of leaving that and just like stopping being a musician which isn't really what happened, but that's kind of what it feels like in the Has moment. Has it changed your day times? I mean, you're, you're waking up in the mornings now and doing morning a bit, stuff? Kind a of bit, a bit. I have I always tried to kind of keep as much of a similar schedule to yeah. Emma as possible so that we'd see each other ever. Gotcha, yeah, makes um, sense. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, definitely fewer fewer late night gigs and all that kind of thing. Is so. Emma also a performer? She's a teacher. She's okay, a first she's a second okay. grade teacher. All right, so you're trying to see her in the evening times then, basically. Yeah, yeah. She gets up at like six. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> oh man. Which is not the not the cool musician time to wake no. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not. No, that is certainly not. I had to wake up that that early yesterday, and I hate I hate it every yeah, time that happens. Pretty awful. It feels like once a week I have one really early morning call for something, and mm-hmm. I, it's my least favorite thing in the world. It is. It's <laughs> and. I think it would be one thing if you were doing that every day. Yeah, you get into that. But to change your your uh, sleep rhythm mm-hmm. is, I think, just really hard on the body. It's torturous. Yeah. So it's a, it's a certain. Well, sleep deprivation is a form of torture. Isn't that's it? right. So that's 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 what happens from time to time. <laughs> if uh, if Lori wakes me up multiple times, like for so, like that happened several weeks ago where she woke me up for something after I'd gone to bed. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know if you were asleep yet." And then like. Then, late, then a couple hours later, she came to bed like super late after she was like working on crafts and planning and stuff, and she, and woke me up again on accident just from like coming in, you know. And I was like, "This is torture. This is <laughs> you're using that Chinese method of sleep deprivation torture." Are you the kind of person that like once you wake up? You it, just dep- can't. it depends. It totally depends. Yeah. If I wake up on my own, like th- then I'll be like that. Like if if it's like two in the like three in the morning or something, and you I just like wake up and I'm wide awake. That happens. You're done. Often, yeah. Yeah. But if something wakes me up, I'll be right back out. Sure. Like, very quick. How about you? Do you spend time trying to get to sleep? I used to be the best sleeper ever. Like, yeah. I could just go to sleep instantly. Yeah. And I would stay. I could sleep through anything. Yeah. And I feel like recently. I don't know if it's getting older or just stress or whatever. How but old of a man are you now? I'm only 28. Yeah. I'm only 28, but I feel so much older. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> that could have gone either way. 
<laughs> well, because, you know, yeah. I'm married now. I've yeah. got a kid on the way. Yeah. I'm like deep into a career path. I didn't want to say, I didn't want to like... say you had a kid on the way because I, I didn't know if that was. Oh, it's very public. public knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Very public. Um, it's so awesome though. So I, I just feel like, uh, like all of a sudden I've aged 10 years. Yeah. And the kid isn't even here. Like right. sleep deprivation isn't, isn't a thing yet. It, isn't that kind of the way that it's like once you know the kid's on the way, then it's, you shift into a different human. Well, and she doesn't of. sleep very well because being yeah. pregnant is hard difficult <laughs> to put slightly, it slight, a slight bit of so work. she's tossing and turning all the time and she's that's that forming affects, a human inside her sleep. Yeah, but uh, but yeah there have been there have been some nights where i'll just lay in bed with my eyes open yeah for hours yeah and, i hate that feeling. and then at some point i just get up and go out into the living room and like try and get some work done or something exactly you know? i do the same thing put um, around for a while yeah and then you know you end up in in bed again at 2 a.m. and finally go to sleep, and then mm-hmm. your schedule's all wacky. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yeah. I don't like it. I that feels like, like such a, like a middle-aged person problem. <laughs> it, to- it totally is, but we're getting there. You know? It does we're not sound like a 28-year-old problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just saw a meme the other day of like uh, of a kid, and it was like, fell off the roof, and this, this kid's like, 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 thumbs up, and then it said, slept weird last night, like a 30-year-old, and it was like a full-body cast. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, can't handle anything anymore, you know? That's just how it's right.
know the word lackadaisical? Lackadaisical. Doesn't that sound? L-A-D... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong right away. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a sweet summer treat? You know? Sounds like a popsicle. Yeah. That's really the only... That's the question I had. That's the one question I had for what, you. What flavor popsicle <laughs> would that be? I don't know. That's what I was trying to think. I mean, it feels like it lacks something. So it, it could never really be that It lacks good. a daisical? Like, yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Hmm. Exactly. That's what I said. Because I had laxadaisical in my head. That's right. What flavor is it? I don't know. It could also be a laxative. It could be. A laxadaisical. A laxative a day, but it's in the form of a popsicle. It's like, a, it's like the Flintstones vitamins. It's, just pr- it's a prune flavor of, of laxative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Laxadaisical. <laughs> laxadaisical. Your daily laxative in the form of a fun popsicle. That's right. <laughs> that would be more fun. Wow, we've really cracked that one. I think so. I, this is a business opportunity. Yeah, if I think ever we, there was one. I'm actually going to edit this out so we can partner up on this. <laughs> um, does your last name always get autocorrected? I don't know. Do you experience I think, this? I think my phone probably knows it by now. Yeah. Did, well, did, I, when we've you... been friends for a while, but I, I realized yesterday that I have your phone number. And so I, I hit you up on Instagram like, hey, mm-hmm. can you send me your phone number? And you did. And so when I tried to save it, uh, I put Nathan Aleph, you know, mm-hmm. and then I, and then I, and then I got out of there and it saved it as Alex, you know? Yeah. And so then I was like, oops, I must've not, I must've not saved it or so, you know? And so I get, I went back in there and did it again. And then when I went back out, it was Alex again. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it. So I went back to do a third, a third time to make sure that I did F and then like ignore the autocorrect and then press done. That's funny because I'm used to people mispronouncing it and, and do they say Nathan Alex? It? Uh, usually like, well, Aleph, it's actually Aleph. Aleph. Um, oh, okay. So, whoops. Which is, which is also incorrect, by okay. the way. Oh. Um, so the way my family has, has pronounced it for years is, is technically, I think it's Aleph, right? Aleph. It's, it's the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Oh. Um, okay. So it's a, it's a Jewish in origin. It, right? Yeah. I didn't yeah, know but from... uh, but Ellis Island and all that, uh, changed the spelling and I think probably the pronunciation as well. So. I, I don't really so know. How does the, your family pronounce it? Aleph. Aleph. Yeah. But you think it's Aleph is probably Aleph how is, you... is the more correct Hebrew yeah. pronunciation. Aleph. Well, I don't this know is if a I'll really go entertaining back. podcast. I don't know topic, if I'll go right? back in the intro and correct myself. <laughs> no, or if I'll don't. expect myself to go I real dumb dumb. <laughs> but for four letters, you know, it's it's really uh, it's really caused uh, some problems. Luckily, Nathan is you're front loaded with a real easy you know softball of a first name. Yeah, but people want to spell it E N. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I've never yeah. even seen that, I don't think. I, it doesn't, it's not a thing. Yeah, because like Nathaniel and yeah, those are all A's. I don't know. Freaks. <laughs> <laughs> not to be judgmental or anything. <laughs> but if you don't know how to spell Nathan, go home. Yeah, exactly. Figure that out. You need to figure something out. Um, okay, I wrote some things down that we've already talked about. Buckets Moving Company, mm-hmm. uh, Oregon Man, right. uh, Piano Man. Uh, your friends pa- pa- uh, with with many of my past guests, That's I noticed uh, when I when I saw you, uh, I saw you on uh, Facebook on the mutual friends thing. I looked up to see what past guests you knew. Yeah, from this uh, show. well, let, let me see if I can recall all of them. Matthew Grant, yep. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Chavez, yep. coworker mm-hmm. and peer mm-hmm. and friend. Great man, uh, Mike Ragney. Tall, uh, hi, uh, hair tall is what I learned about. Hair tall, yes. Ricky. Yeah. Also, we were on a gig uh, with. Uh, we were we did a music video for David Guetta, uh-huh. and he, he had a collaborator, a vocalist by the name of Ray, and she could not stop. She loved Ricky. Yeah, she kept calling him the nice American director, 
Because <laughs> she's British. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, all the all the directors I work over in London are, are assholes. But yeah. like, you know, like she didn't say that, but she was super nice about it. She's like, but they're just like not as, uh, I don't know. He's just this, this nice American. He's a true gentleman. So that's our that's our little like uh, nickname for Ricky. Or, yeah. or, yes. <laughs> nice American <laughs> nice director. Nice American director. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh-huh. That's great. And then uh, yeah, you said Michael Aragonese. Aragonese. Yes, the the Italian stallion. I the believe. Italian stallion. That's um, right. And he, and we uh, have another episode of his. Actually, actually, now, as the listener will be listening, it's probably a month ago and it happened. But uh, he's doing another episode of this podcast Beautiful. that's coming out not Can't this wait. week but the next one. So. With uh, past guest Tara Louise, oh, we have wow. another. We have a little trio project in the works now. So awesome! Um, You're playing with him. Yeah. My, oh yeah, man, Mike and Tara and I. So it's, Inc- it should be very fun. Incredible musician. It's yeah. He's a he's a great guy. And then uh, Julian Hoffman Beachco, you know. I do. Yeah. 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 And uh, I'm I actually worked with Sarah Reich last week. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. She's past guest as well, just yeah. recently. And then uh, Dustin Kester. Yeah. Well, uh, if all of these people got into a you know the octagon. At the same time. Who's coming out alive? You know what I mean? Damn. Well, I feel like... I feel like Sarah should not be under under uh, underestimate oh she's scrappy yeah she is scrappy as hell and she can kick she can she can kick Smash she's a fast mover off. yeah um but i i can't imagine her having like a particularly violent uh, persuasion. we could just we could maybe we maybe we should uh work from the like the people who would definitely lose like i don't think matthew grant's gonna throw a punch you know he's no. too, too sweet no too sweet he might have um, also had a couple of whiskeys by then. Exactly. Yeah, a couple of whiskeys <laughs> in. Julian Hoffman Beach Co. You know, he, he he'll he'll throw down with the gentleman, but that's right. I think he's he would never he would never you know no he would never try to hit Sarah. So no. and that's the only girl I think we listed. Um. Yeah. So so I think Julian would in, in the end lose. Right. Dustin Kester, another rhythm man. Very rhythmic. Raganese, the Italian stallion. I don't, I don't know. know. He's he's a he's kind of a gym rat, isn't he? Which one? Michael. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a buffman. Yeah. He's a buffman. <laughs> Strongman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I think just the gentlemanly way to would be say Sarah, you I, know. I think so. Because especially because I don't think Dustin I just don't think these guys are true gentlemen, you know. That's that's so, true. So, not to say that, you know, they wouldn't put up a fight, but you know, in the end I don't think any of those four guys is going to I I think they would all be very uh i don't think any of them would want to fight any of the others they would yeah. all just end up making friends and there's a lot of good musicians in that and situation. they would probably just turn into a jam they session just tra- <laughs> 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 very very highly rhythmic jam session um what do you think the first guy that had a fountain in his house was like you know what I, I mean? can't imagine a person like that is is very uh i think and i'm not talking about like i'm not talking about like king tut or something like you know back in the day where like they weren't they weren't building like they weren't like i want to they weren't blueprinting their own homes you know they were being built for them and they're like big castles and stuff like yeah, that but you don't think they had a say in the design i that's i don't know i, I really do wonder about that i'm mm-hmm. like were they just built like here's your palatial palace and you can now live here you know and it's like that's what they or did they say what they wanted in their homes you know i think if you're that kind of person then you probably get off on the control yeah of being able to say what you want and how you want it but that also makes like if if i were a king and someone put me in a pot then i would be like put a fountain in here i'm a king i want a big nice fountain that would be your your sticking point (laughs) (laughs) But, but i guess let's fast forward in time to where it's like regular homes like in the midwest or something and someone puts a fountain in their home you know what kind of guy is that? 
I don't think I'd want to be friends with that person. Yeah, it seems like a bad guy, you know? I, I wouldn't say a bad guy necessarily. That seems overly judgmental. But, Maybe so. But just, like, egocentric and yeah. and just not cool. And uh, I, I think the small desk fountain, I think there's a place for that. I think that's a calming... It's like, you, you're talking about, like, Zen Garden One with, of those with little a water you know, have, you, have you seen those little, like, water, like, the Riverstone, like, sure. tiny ones that go on your desk, and it's just, like, for the workplace and stuff, which I'm like, okay. The problem you with those... You want the water sound, I get it. Yeah, but, calming. like... It's not a big enough uh, thing for the sound of the water to overcome the sound of the pump. Right. <laughs> so it just ends it's up like, sounding. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very and then like a peaceful. tiny little trickle of water. <laughs> yeah. But mostly it's just that, that that electrical sound. Yeah, that is a lot of electrical sound. Not very common. Plus water. So those always, you know. That would just make mind. me nervous. That <laughs> yeah, would make me, me think I'm going to get electric. Whoever thought of that, I, it does seem crazy. I wonder how many fires there were because of those things. We'll never know. What does this word say? Oh, did you grow up camping in Oregon? Did you camp as an activity? I did. I did, actually. Uh, and and I don't, this is probably sets me apart as a bit of a weirdo, but uh, I went camping with my grandma a lot. Really? Just the two of you? Yeah, we'd go out uh, for these like long camping road trips in the summer. That's awesome. And we'd do like, national park tours. Yeah of the western united the, states the, i guess that sound it sounds unique but it doesn't sound weird you know what okay. i mean like i don't know a lot of people that went camping with their grandmas yeah but that sounds badass was she like a hardcore grandma like she tough, was she tough is, as nails? is and was and and uh yeah i mean just like who comes up with that idea yeah <laughs> I think about my buddy Coleman Cook, who's a past guest, and uh, past uh, he produced seven episodes when I was in Nashville for me back in the day. Hmm. And uh, his grandma, they're from North Carolina, and so I, I went and visited. We were on a tour, and we stayed at his, his parents' place for a few days while we were on touring. And his grandma came down from like the from like Western North Carolina, and she still she lives in like a little like cabiny kind of vibe in the woods still, and and she um she like shoots squirrels and makes squirrel soup. <laughs> And, like, sucks the brains out of the heads and stuff. And she just, like, lives out there by herself and cuts wood and kills, you know, squirrels and stuff. And Yeah, my grandma's not quite that hardcore. Badass, you know? <laughs> that's, that's intense, it's, like, it's just, like, damn. So, yeah, so yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what made me think of when you said camping with your grandma. It's like, right. some of these grandmas are hardcore. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, I think we're getting softer as, as a population yeah, as totally. time goes on. Do you think that's good or bad? I think it's, I don't Both? know. That's a big question. Yeah. I think in some ways it's it's good because you know we're getting more socialized and more more civilized in some ways and yeah. hopefully people will be nicer to each other and yeah. I don't know <laughs> but also but we're also like a weak people we are when if the aliens come happens, it's just like well we're done <laughs> we're toast <laughs> nobody knows how to survive without cell phones and I know. the internet and i was just thinking about that anymore. i was using my my phone to get me home last night yeah and i have no which i have no need of you know like i don't need to have my map telling me how to get home from because you've like, from, done this i've done this commute from, yeah I was, I was playing laguna beach right i've done this gig with my buddy zach you know 150 times over the years you know but i still like put my phone up and i have the map going and I kind I kind of like it if there's anything any like maybe in case there's any traffic pops up and it I tells do the same me. Thing. But I'm like I don't need this and there's never it's you know it's 12:30 on a, uh, Friday night there's nothing. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna go home like I don't need this. <laughs> but it's like it's yeah, like it's a, just, it's a safety weird. blanket. It's, it is. We just all have it all the time. You know. Yeah. It's very weird. Well, imagine what LA was like before cell phones and GPS. Well, when I first moved here, 
I had a I, I had an iPhone, but I but like I wasn't, or maybe I didn't have an iPhone yet when I moved. Here. I can't remember what I, if I did or not. But I was I started working for this company right when I got here, like in 2011, and I needed to find a day job. I worked for a, a company called Mad Science, which was like Bill and I, the science guy, and School of Rock kind of like put together as an after school program. That sounds. But you amazing. had to go to different schools every day. Um, and they were all over LA and Orange County, and so and they, so they give you all these supplies, and then you go do after school program at all these different schools, and uh, and so I had to buy a Thomas guide, and that and like and I used it for like the first month or so until I got an iPhone that had a good GPS on it. That's, so <laughs> I, then, I'm not like, familiar with this. Is this the, like a road almanac or something? Yeah, basically. Like yeah, Thomas guide used to be huge in city to city because it was like you know they, they had it was like like maps but down to the micro and neighborhoods and stuff so you could mm. see you could find all your addresses and find out. So, so you'd you have be to like, I'm going to this your zone. Yeah, you do. Well in advance. Mm-hmm. Or like if you get lost and take the wrong exit, you can't just turn around and figure it out. Like you have to pull over at that point, get the book out. Pull the Thomas guide the page. out. What zone are you in? Oh Where God. are you at? And I, so, and I, so I did that for a little when I first moved here. And I'm, gl- and I'm glad for the experience because it helped me like learn and memorize areas and neighborhoods and stuff really, mm-hmm. really well. Um, which was a good way to start when like I moved here and didn't know the city very well. And it was like just smashed me into learning it. But but that, but as soon as I had the, I, th- I think that's right. I think I must have bought the iPhone. That must have been my first iPhone like a few months after I moved here or something. Cause, because I made the switch while I was still working there. And I was just like, see you later, stupid book. <laughs> Hell out of here. And then your battery dies and you're yeah. like, oh shit. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Did you come around in the MapQuest days? Did you have all those MapQuest print offs? I remember doing that. Yeah, I remember, you know, I'd get a gig somewhere out of town and, and you know, just be back up in Oregon. So it wasn't, the roads weren't as complicated. Sure. But I remember going to Portland or something like that. And, oh my gosh, like, it's what's the big city, yeah. you know? And actually, the, I still, the some of those interchanges up there are pretty confusing. <laughs> so, totally. Yeah, a lot of weird stuff. So, there. yeah, I definitely remember the MapQuest days. Um, I'm glad to not have had to... Uh, to do that extensively though yeah. although when we traveled when, when like going back to camping with grandma yeah uh that's how we did it I were mean, you navigating was, um at, when we first started yeah i was you know i was too young to drive right yeah. uh, i was i think i was 13 or 14 the first yep. trip we did i did a lot of trips like that where i was in the passenger seat navigating the, the yeah. family or whatever yeah and really oh liked. how many fights were started that way yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> they're like why right are here. we getting off of this <laughs> well there's this other little road that goes up here it was the, the <laughs> i one don't want to take that little road <laughs> the one that got me was always right here you mean left here yeah right here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. come on man. were you guys listening to music or talk radio back then or like uh... so she was really into rush limbaugh oh, okay there we go so um yeah i was uh i was indoctrinated yeah as that sounds a, like as a it. youth mm-hmm. uh, and it took me a while to to come around to the our, uh, the thing I listened to on all those trips was Prairie Home Companion, Garrison Keillor. Sure. That's what, that was like always. It was either music or that. You God know, rest like his reputation. <laughs> yeah, what a sad Hashtag little Hashtag me story. too. Yeah, exactly. His story seemed real sad. I think it's just his voice, that kind of melancholy voice. And he's like, I'm sorry. You know, it's sad. Can you imagine getting molested? Like, <laughs> this is probably going to get cut. <laughs> You just asked me if I could imagine being molested by Garrison <laughs> Keillor. This is definitely I not making that. the I episode. Love I love, no, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. All right, but well, I put you through the gauntlet of questions. This has been very. I'm, you know, I'm sure it's. I know those questions were stressful. We covered some real so serious stressful. topics. 
<laughs> um, but uh, but I do have you know segments and stuff planned for us, so right. I'd like to get into those, and uh, so I think we'll start doing that now. Let's hit it. This first sec- uh, segment that we're going to do is called the Compliment Corner. No. Oh. <laughs> the beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the Compliment Corner. Nathan. Hey Ryan. Welcome to the Compliment Corner. It's a beautiful place to be. Yeah, it's cool. We just kind of, you know, teleported into this very peaceful new corner. That's right. The, the teleportation process was was surprisingly smooth. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, I need to patent it or something because, yeah. you know, no one's teleporting like we are here on this show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, here in the Compliment Corner, what happens is, you know, the, the world can be a dark and gloomy place, you know, and so this game gives you and I, or me and my guests, a chance to kind of forget how dark and gloomy the world can be and just practice saying nice things about each other you know so i'm gonna look you in the eye give you a compliment that i mean you'll flip it on me give me a compliment that you mean and then we're both gonna walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day love it sweet my compliment bag is a little light today so (laughs) okay sweet that's fine yeah (laughs) okay sweet so i'll go first um my comment for for you is this i i could talk about uh, badass musicianship. I could talk about you know all these different. You're you're a multi talent, super talent, and all these things. Um, but I think what I'll talk about with you is professionalism, uh, which is something I, I I noticed about you right away when I first met you playing with Matthew. Um, but like you know, everyone's different. Well, it's 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 in how you dress, it's in how you show up, it's how your gear looks, it's all this different stuff. And you have a very like organized and professional way, not only of showing up you know, and being somewhere, but like you have your shit together, you know. <laughs> Which, as someone who hires musicians or like hangs out with people all the time, it's like something. It's it, being able to to know like if you call that guy, you can count on him, kind of thing is yeah. huge. And 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 I I say that as a comment, not like professionally. It's a I think it's a good comment, but also like that that like projects onto who you are as a person. I think you know. And I think of you as like someone who's responsible. You can count on if you want to get shit done, you know. So I really I admire that, and I think it's really cool. Wow, I so appreciate that. Yeah, man, that's a very good compliment because it's you know when you are the kind of person who actively tries to be that way, yeah. you hope that that it's noticed. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so man. when it's noticed, man, that feels really good. That's great, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. Wow. I'm glad that, you, that that that's how you feel about it. Because yeah. yeah, I can tell. It, I mean, it, it's not something. If you're an organized person, there is some natural ability to do that. I'm but, not naturally organized. Not, yeah, and, 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 I, and even if you are, like, yeah. it, it takes work to keep that up. Like, it doesn't matter if it's absolutely not. It's hard, and especially as you get older. You know, as you're just like, ah, I don't want to do do this again or whatever. You know, <laughs> I'm just I'm tired. I'm hungry or whatever the thing is. You know, it's, but you always, you know, every time I've seen you show up for anything, it's always all your stuff's together. You know, and you have you, you know you know the music, you know the people. You're all you know down to go. It's always fun. So. Yeah, Dang. there you go, man. It's a good one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's my comment. That I'll t- <laughs> Wow, how do I follow that? It's well, it's very you can just go yeah, very I, simple. Actually, I think it's very easy to to follow that. Not in a competitive way. Just just <laughs> <laughs> actually, just because it's, it's, I'm gonna kick the shit out of yours now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I genuinely mean that because it's it's a very easy thing to to compliment Ryan. You know. <laughs> There are so many things to choose from. I think the hardest thing is going to be which which compliment to pick in this case. <laughs> I like that. So, like that uh, so yeah. Uh, disclaimer out of the way. Uh, I think my compliment for you is going to be that 
a lot of people who are so motivated and so um, determined to be masters of their craft can can be kind of intense you know uh-huh, sure there's there's a kind of um, intensity and and focus that that comes with that mm-hmm. uh, innately and so for someone like you who is also very balanced and happy and accommodating yeah. and social and friendly um, it's it's I, I strive to be like that and oh. I think anybody <laughs> who's who's uh, trying to be a master of their craft should also not discount the importance of those other elements yeah, uh, too, because it's a, you know, especially if you're in entertainment, it's a social industry. And totally. Yeah. If people don't definitely. like you uh, from a personal standpoint, then it doesn't really matter how good you are at what you do because <laughs> yeah. no one's going to want to hang out with you, you. Be playing and, for the wall. Yeah. yeah exactly. So man, that's, it's such a, such an incredible feat. <laughs> uh, well thank you man i, I think that's a, that's that is another thing that's like i'm i'm naturally positive and stuff and, and for the most part but i it can also be a real grumpy grouch um which not everybody here on the show gets to you know no, hear I've, about. Never, I've never seen that <laughs> i've never seen that but uh my fiance certainly gets pissed off when everyone thinks sure. i'm happy all the time <laughs> yeah she's like you just see him oh he's a monster <laughs> but uh <laughs> No, but I really sure appreciate it, man. You know, and that's just one of the no, she doesn't say it. but but that's just one of those things, you know, it's everybody everybody has the full, you know, gamut spectrum. of stuff. Yeah, the that's spectrum. Right. But I, I you know, I really appreciate that, man. Of course. Thank you so much. And it's hard do you find it hard to take compliments? I do. It can be uncomfortable. You try to deflect them? I, no, I, I understand the importance of receiving a good compliment. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. but it, it it doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult. I, I I I used to be kind of uh known as an arrogant person like back, okay. back in in the high school and early college days right and and i got caught in a lot of those moments of like feeling kind of self-important and yeah high and, on and it never supply. the thing on uh, on that is that it i think most of the people who are like that are like that not because they genuinely feel it it's it's uh, project, bravado, projecting right? the the opposite of what yeah. you feel inside you know and so uh, i think for me a lot of that has has been a development a development of learning to be comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. and and know your faults and work on them and knowing uh, that everybody's basically doing that all the time yeah really evens the playing field you know that's like right. when you're like oh everyone's kind of putting on something that's mm-hmm. not that, whether it's you know in, in either direction you know like everyone's doing something like you know like to, to try to fit in you know basically exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so trying to mellow out a little bit and and yeah take a compliment and give compliments and not be so, uh, t- you know, uptight yeah, <laughs> has sure. been, has been a good process. I, I'm a much more, uh, happy and less stressful, uh, person than I used to be. That's great, man. So that's great. Uh, you do, you do seem extra smiley today. Do I? The, yeah. I'm just I, so I happy to that, be here. The, the minute you, you walked up and I opened the door, I was like, he seems very smiley today. <laughs> got, got a lot to smile. <laughs> well, about. it's funny too. Cause like, I mean, I've, you know, we've only really hung out like on, like in rehearsals or in shows. So, mm-hmm. and I, in rehearsal i'm like i'm not really like i'm always joking around and all that stuff but in most rehearsals i'm pretty much just there to work and like like i just i don't i don't really like rehearsing i just want to like i want to get the work done learn the stuff hit the hard spots move on like you know i I don't like redoing stuff i don't like you know i want to be like as efficient as possible like just get in and out and then like then let's go get a beer and like goof around for hours you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like when if we're like we're going to you know one to three we're rehearsing it's like then i'm there for that 
to happen, you know? It's because you're so, a professional. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so many of these things you show up and like yeah. the rehearsal is people goofing around. Yeah. And, like, oh wait, no, let's all get a let's go go get a beer real quick and let's get a six pack for the internet. It's like, dude, yeah. we're gonna walk over to seven eleven right now. Like <laughs> let's get this shit done. We're here. Let's Somebody's paying for this. Exactly. You know? And it's not you. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Um, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I I'm never the one paying for the room. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, why are we wasting this time? Yeah. But so I so I feel like th- we haven't even really got to like goof around and hang that much, uh, except for like b- you know before and after shows, really, you know, because mm-hmm. rehearsals you're kind of in and out and just working and stuff. But um, but it's but so that's probably why I notice it too. It's like, oh, we're just hanging. This is just friendship time, you know. That's right. It's very <laughs> important. More fun time. to relax. It is important time. Yeah. Uh, but no, man. Well, that hey, you know, thanks for coming over. Oh. And uh, thanks for being so smiley today. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> We're not that far. And this so is, maybe that's we true. Do we should do this more often. often. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, well, that's been the comment corner. Wow, that's a good little segment. I'm gonna steal that. Okay, for that's fine. My, not my podcast, just okay. my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I started it so that I could work on re- receiving comments. Really, it was my difficult thing. Okay. Uh, and, and so that's one of the things I was hoping to get better at and doing it. And now. You know, it's like 150-something shows, and I'm starting to feel weird that I'm getting a compliment every episode. That's right. It's It turned into, like, an ego it's thing. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, no, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but it's still really fun. So I like that segment. Uh, but it is time for our next segment. This is something called, Read Your Last Text, You Have To. <laughs> Read Your Last Text. You Have To. No getting out of this. <laughs> Um, in You're going to definitely cut this section. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this in this segment, basically, um, what you do is you read uh, the, whatever the last text is. You know, whether you sent or received it, doesn't matter. Um, it, whatever text, not not pictures or anything like that, but just if you just read the last text, no context. Don't tell if you sent it or, or received it. Um, and then we're going to try to learn about you from that, from whatever that says. And I'll, and I'll, I'll do it too. I'm not just going to put you on the spot to read, okay. you know, so I'm not cheating. I'm just trying to embarrass you. Okay. Great. Would you like to go first or second? Uh, I would like to see how this, this works. Okay. So I think I'd like to, to have you to go read first. second. Okay. You got it. Okay. So the, the last text in my phone says made it past round one smiley face and it's wow. a, and it's the smiley face emoticon, like the, the, the colon colon and the parents yeah no emojis smile. here no emoji this is a real old school that's right we're a smiley face emoticon yeah we communicate <laughs> <laughs> via aol made it past round one smiley face emoticon is this, does this have one. anything to do with your octagon reference from earlier that would be amazing <laughs> 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 that'd be so cool uh, if we could see that happen for real. This is from last night when you were fighting UFC. Yeah, when I was in the octagon. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm a very threatening person. I'm, a, you know, just <laughs> very in my nature to get into the octagon and really. <laughs> I feel like you could do some damage. Kick I don't know that you win. <laughs> oh, I'll keep him busy. I'll yeah, keep him busy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Me and McGregor, you know. No, I'm not gonna win. I'm gonna get my ass whooped. But I'll keep him busy for you'll, a little bit. You'll do a little damage along the way. <laughs> No, not to McGregor. That was just a joke. Please don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> don't track me down, please. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what my text says. Could okay. be about anything. Wow. All right. But I like that it is a old timey 
emoticon face because I still do that too. I, do, I also do. I that. would prefer that over an emoji. They seem most less of the time. creepy, and I don't like how on Facebook or other things if you pre- if you if you do the yeah exactly it automatically turns it into an. Emoji. I don't like it's like oh, I, the we've Facebook all emojis are they the suck. worst. Why why do they suck so bad? I'm like because I'll I'll put that smiley face in there and then you send it and it changes it to uh-huh. the the weird emoji, and I'm like I don't like that emoji face. No. I don't like that. The real app, like I don't know, I, I'm assuming the Apple ones are the real ones. I don't know probably speaks to some deep exactly uh, yeah deep it's failure a systemic, systemic but, uh, brain control but the apple ones at least look like normal and you get yeah. some like skin tone changes which is cool i like that very, yeah, more inclusive very, very modern yeah um but they just they they don't look nearly as creepy as the facebook ones like yeah, i just, just want to put a smiley face sometimes and not be not be a creep about it that's right yeah that's right so I'm like hey this has a this text has a nice happy mood that's yeah that's all i've tried to say. some context clues <laughs> exactly yeah and then you turn into a serial killer yeah exactly some weird face yeah yeah well that's that well um so if I'm ignoring the ones that say "on my way," oh right, oh right. Sorry, I should, I should have said that. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, uh, okay. So the next one that that excludes those basics are uh, have any oranges? Ooh, we don't know if you sent or received it. I like that. Have any oranges? Somebody needs some citrus. <laughs> That's right. And it was me. <laughs> oh, you told us. Sorry. <laughs> I ruined it. See? You needed oranges, but that's, you know, we're learning about you, so it's okay. We're yeah. learning about you today. I guess the question is, what did I need them for? Exactly. Juggling. <laughs> My guess is juggling. <laughs> that's not a bad guess. Yeah. I can juggle can you? three oranges. Can you, juggle, can you juggle more than three things? No. And I, they ever... have to be oranges, too. Did you? When did you learn to juggle? Oh, man. So, you know, Eugene is kind of a hippie place. Okay, gotcha. And uh, I think I learned to juggle at the Oregon Country Fair. Yeah. Which sounds like it could be like, you know, Ferris wheel and rides and stuff. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it used to be a renaissance fair that happened out in the middle of the forest. Yeah. Uh, and it just turned into like a place that hippies go for three days in the summer to like do drugs and eat really great food. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, they have a field there uh, at the bottom of this like uh, the fairgrounds, I guess. And it's it, like I said, it's in the forest and there's this like big clearing and they, they have a juggling tent. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of place it is. <laughs> and it's like a like a like a sanctioned uh juggling locale that's amazing yeah um and i think someone there taught me to juggle and and they taught me to juggle with balls and pins so i can do Ooh, both that's and i awesome. can do a little passing with pins too if you've ever seen that yeah of course uh, yeah. i haven't done it in a while probably worthless at it now but at one point you could get it back up though i, I probably could it yeah. is you know it's similar to riding a bike if you know that old expression <laughs> <laughs> similar to riding a unicycle yeah, exactly yeah it's part of the circus <laughs> circus zone <laughs> That's great, man. Never did the trapeze, but that's yeah. really good. I did a lot of juggling as well, really? and it was it was because in like middle school, I think my mom my mom offered me, I think it was fifty dollars if I remember. I, I can't remember if it was fifty or hundred. I can't remember, but it was like you have if you can learn how to juggle. I think she gave me two weeks if I remember right. I forget. I have to ask her now because I forget every actual detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was like, if you can learn how to juggle in like two weeks and walk while walking and singing i'm a little tea cup (laughs) or teapot or whatever that song is uh for three minutes straight i'll give you fifty dollars i think is what it was in like two it was over the summer 
And so that is parenting. It was genius because it was just like I just occupied myself for like two, whatever that deadline was for like two. That weeks. woman bought herself two weeks exactly of, of me just being time. in my room, hanging out, learning how to juggle by myself, practicing singing and and walking at the same time. That is brilliant. It was I'm awesome. stealing that. Yeah, it was like she didn't have to pay for <laughs> you know she was not didn't have to give me money to go to the store, go to movies yeah. or anything. It was just like you know genius. She saved money by doing it, and I learned a good skill. And then I later had a clown business and all those different things <laughs> using the juggling. So, <laughs> but I could, not, that's but not I, serious, is it? Yeah, it's serious. Yeah, Micah Olsey, a past guest on the show, and I had a clown business in high school. Our last two wow. years of high school called Toasty and Crumbs, the Clowns. <laughs> 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 and we did a lot of juggling. We did oh the passing juggling. God. We did that type of stuff. I uh, really wanted to juggle dangerous things, but I never did. Did your mom know what she was getting you into? No, she had no idea that that would happen. She's like, on. "Oh no, my son's turned into a clown." Yeah, what this happened with that was later on. <laughs> later on, my little sister went to a uh, to a party, and I can't remember the name of the clown, but it was like this old woman clown who was just so depressing and slow and sad. And and my mom was watching this at a at a birthday party that my little sister was at, and she was like. Ryan could do this. Like Ryan could just. Oh, do so this. this was also her doing in a way. She, yeah. So and then she came home and talked to me about it, and I was like, I could do that. I have all these weird skills already. And then, but I was like, but I don't want to just start being a clown. So I asked my buddy Micah if he wanted to do it because he rode a unicycle, and knew a lot of magic tricks. Mm. And so I was like, with our skills combined, we could be you a could great take over clown the world. duo. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we didn't know how to do was uh, was tie balloon animals. So we learned that, mm. and uh, that's how we, you know. So I'm glad that we both have a juggling past. That's something I don't have in common with most people. Well, there you go. I mean, so you know, entertainers through our type through. of exactly <laughs> <laughs> of screen and stage. <laughs> that's awesome. We'll yeah. see how see how this game enlightens us about so many different aspects. Seriously, we would have never gotten into juggling. I'd never have asked that question. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I think we've learned a lot about you in that segment. I agree. Are you ready for the the next segment? Let's do it. All right. The next segment is called. Get your dang butt out of my face. That's right. When you're getting fucked by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face! All right. This is a, you know, a favorite. I don't play every game every week, but get your dang butt out of my face is certainly one of the games I like to revisit often. I agree. It's it, uh, basically, you know, Comment Corner is such a positive, fun game, you know. And this game, I, I, it's, I don't think it's negative, because I, I think that a, a true key to staying positive is getting things off your chest, you know. Mm. So this is an airing of grievances game where we'll go back and forth. Um, we'll, we'll talk about things that have been irking our chain, pissing us off, making us mad, you know. And then it gives us the opportunity to figuratively tell that thing to get its dang butt out of our face. Okay. All right. So... Um, would you like to go first or second in this? Oh man, I, I, this is not a reflection of like uh, how how good of a person I am, but okay, but you're but I you're just, I can't I'm having trouble thinking of something. I get so. it. Well, I, I can go first, and then if you still need some time to think, I'll edit it out so it seems like you just whipped it right out of Sounds your brain. Sounds good. How's that? Sound? <laughs> okay. I'm glad you said brain at the end of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, my, the, mine that I'm annoyed by was I was just in San Francisco last weekend and stayed at this really nice hotel that I really liked. It was very fun uh, up in Berkeley and um, very cool hotel, but they did that thing and when I checked in, I was like, hey, the last night that I'm here, it's going to be really late night. Can I get late checkout the day before I, or the day that I leave, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you need to um, call tomorrow. 
And I was like, okay, I'll call tomorrow. So I called the next day. And they're like, oh, you need to call the day, the morning of. That you, like, we can't do it. You know? And so I'm like, well, what time? And they're like, 7.30. And I'm like, so you want me to call? I was like, the whole point of me getting like checkout so I can sleep in. But now you want me to wake up like two hours earlier than I was going to wake up <laughs> with the regular checkout to make a phone yeah. call. And I still might not get it. Like, you know, and it, so we had this long discussion. Um, and I was very perturbed. And it's not this first hotel this has happened at. I, I don't get this why they'll make you wake up early on the day of to try to get late checkout. Makes me very mad. Um, so that's my complaint this week. Hey, if you're a hotel and you're making people call on the day of for late checkout, get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah. Seriously. Jeez. What is your butt doing? Well, it's also it's like I'm I'm not even asking for like you know checking out at night or anything. it's just an hour, like an hour. It's just like just do it. Just mm-hmm. always do it. Can't you put my room last on the <laughs> yeah, housekeeping it's super easy. schedule? Just do it. I think aren't hotels all like seventy percent vacant every night or something like that? Is like the average. Jeez, it's something crazy like that. I mean, obviously there are weekends where most you know yeah. hotels will sell out all their blah blah blah. But for the most part, it's like if it's like an off weekend, what's the who cares? Right. Just give the person the late checkout. I don't know. I haven't really studied uh, hotel management. Me neither. Very much. Maybe that's why I'm mad about it. And if I studied it. I would, I would be like, oh, that's why. I feel like some of those things that just make no sense either make no sense because they just don't. Yeah. Like, or there's some some cascade of reasons that from the origins totally. of hotel <laughs> management, there's been this longstanding yeah. thing that has... Uh, you have yeah. no idea how much that ruins exactly. our whole day kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, actually, I, I, that's actually really good advice that I should remember more often because I, I remember when... Uh, my little sister was still in high school and my mom and stepdad were talking to me about some crappy rule. I think it was some like, it was something about the, the fidget spinners or something like, it was one of those lame things that was going on at the time. And it, and like, and I was at, I was visiting home and they were like, there's this ridiculous sign on, on the school now that's like, you know, please do not bring in any fidget spinners or whatever. And it's like, who cares? Whatever. And, and I was like, man, you always, whenever you see something that you don't understand, like from a teacher standpoint, and and you see like it's not the teachers being jerks. Like you have to just always remember that they have clearly gone through some type of unimaginable hell <laughs> with the fidget spinners. <laughs> that and you just have to be like, okay, if that's driving them nuts, let's get it out of there. Completely, you know? <laughs> completely, and like, with teachers especially. Because totally. Being married to a teacher, yeah, uh, I've heard some stories. Yeah, <laughs> kids come up with the crazy, they, crazy ways to yeah. torture you. Exactly, and that's that's the whole point is yeah. just to torture the teacher. It is has nothing to do with their own personal. It's enjoyment. literally children's goal. I mean, like they, they team up and they have a good time horsing around and, and torturing you. Yeah, it's part of what they do. Little piranhas. You're, you're making me really excited to have a kid. <laughs> They're little piranhas. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Oh man. Uh, do you guys know the sex of the baby yet? Yeah, it's a girl. Whoa! Yeah, that's awesome, man. Did you guys want either or? Did you guys know? Did you, were we were you... we were really excited to have a girl. Uh-huh. Uh, I came from a family of boys. Okay. Uh, and I know that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't quite know what I'm getting into as sure. much with a girl, but I'm I'm excited to have something something a little different. Also, we is, could not. Is your is your is your wife from a female of girls? She is. Yeah. And that we, I feel like families are really like boy factories or girl factories for the most part. I, I don't know what it is. It's weird. There's only two of us, so statistically, it's okay. uh, not okay. you know, not it's that, not like not uh, Stephen Colbert. Or, you know, sure. has eleven brothers or something. Yeah, exactly. It's not that situation. And yeah. thank God for that. Yeah, we can, my family is a boy factory, except for the last. The last one was a girl. 
Really? Or is a girl. Yeah. How, how many siblings? <laughs> uh, five. Five. My mom had Jeez. five kids. Yeah. Right, that's a fair number. So four boys. When we heard, it was all dark-haired boys. And then when our little sister was born, we heard the words red-haired girl. And we were like... Are we, are we in the right room? <laughs> Can we get a DNA test? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> but yeah, I think that's there, there's a real something weird about families that it's like most families have like a gen, you know the the type of baby that they're that they're you know producing. Hmm. Well, I learned something today. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Well, what's been pissing you off? Uh, I try to forget about those things, but yeah. the 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 really big one from uh, recent history is is thieves. Oh, yep. um, did you get broken I did, into? I, I didn't. My, it wasn't my apartment, but I was on a gig in Santa Barbara. Okay. And it was like the best gig of all time. We had yeah. four days near the beach working with great clients yeah. and great talent uh, doing videos for a guitar company. Yeah. Kick ass. And it was like literally the best gig ever. Yeah. Uh, and the very last day, uh, I had a box of studio microphones in the trunk of my car. And I had forgotten that they were in there uh-huh. and didn't take them out when I went back to the hotel room. Yep. And I woke up in the morning. My trunk was open. Oh. And they were all stolen. So, and then uh, about a year before that, my mountain bike was taken from my garage. Yep. They cut through the lock. It was locked up and everything. Yeah. They cut through the lock. That happened here in our place, too. We had a bike stolen from our garage, which was locked on each side. And we were, and it was locked up to a pole, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I just don't get why... Someone would have to feel like they need to take something from somebody else. Especially, like, the the microphones had no sentimental value. They just had physical, tangible value. Yeah, yeah. The bike had no real physical value, but it had mm-hmm. a lot of sentimental value. Yeah. And uh, I was fortunate enough to, uh, I kind of did my due diligence and posted about it in a lot of places. And I had the serial number for it. Oh, wow. And I looked every day for, like, a month and a half on used... Uh, wow! Used bike places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, eventually, it wasn't me that found it, but it was someone else who had seen a post that I'd listed it as stolen. Somebody else saw a listing and thought it was suspicious, and looked it up and found my post, and it matched the serial number, and it was recovered. Wow! I had so to, you still have it? Yeah, I do. But That's I had to, awesome. I had to like meet the guy in a dark parking lot at night to get it back to like under the guise of trying to buy it. Oh my gosh! Uh, and and you can't when you call the police and you're like I'm trying to recover stolen property. You can't like schedule a police officer to come out. So right. they were basically like, "Good luck." Oh my gosh! <laughs> they were like, "You probably shouldn't do that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing we can do to help you. All you can do is call the police when you're there and hope that someone comes out to wow. do it. Yeah. And, and so I did, I showed up and I called the police and I was like trying to, I thought I was such a badass. I like set up a sting operation. Yeah. 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 Like I met him in the back of the parking lot, like all the way far away from where the guy was supposed to be. And then I was like, don't turn your lights on or anything. You know, oh, I was so like, they, they I was like telling them what to That's do. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> was he excited kind of? Uh, the cops? Yeah. Um, they were, no. They're just like, they're just like, this is <laughs> a bike thing. That's they're fine. like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I was like, go over there and like keep it quiet and like turn the lights off and then I'll like signal you to come over when I've confirmed that it's the, the right, the right guy and the right bike. And, uh, but God bless them. They did it. And, That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And then I, I, I flagged them over and they, 
they they arrested the guy and I got the bike back. They arrested the guy. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so he so he he's in the clink now for life. Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's now, crazy. He, what he was actually arrested for was not theft because uh, there's a funny little loophole in the law where uh, unless you admit that you f- actually were the person that stole a thing, right? There's no way to prove unless there's footage or something like that gotcha there's no way to prove definitively that you stole it all you can be charged for is possession of stolen property which is say, not yeah. something you can go to jail for i don't think uh-huh. unless it's like some value above yeah. crazy yeah something yeah um, right. but mm. uh, but what he ended up going to jail for was uh, driving on a suspended license so he had a lot of other problems Ooh, going on yeah um but but yeah i, I recall no wonder that. he needed a bike <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that Bada was boom. The- <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Roasted him. <laughs> oh man, that's wow. awesome. That's nice. To- I-, I really love uh, a nice story of justice. Yeah, me too. You know, you're gonna steal a bike. Don't do the time. That's right. Don't do the crime. Sorry. Don't do the- <laughs> if you can't. Don't do the, do the time. Just don't do the. Get time. away with it <laughs> if you're gonna do it. <laughs> Always try to get away with it. Don't get caught. <laughs> No, that's great, dude. But, uh, uh, thieves, thieves. Get well, your dang butt out of my face. That's right. I'm with you, man. Yeah. There's been a lot of thievery here in this neighborhood recently. Really. And uh, my car got broken into. Uh, but I had I left my car unlocked mm. uh, just while I was inside piddling around for a second because I was unloading just like you. And when I came out, there was a guy in my car. Wow. And he and he uh, he had a box of mics on the street and a and a couple snare drums and like a Jeez. cymbal bag like all on the street ready to go. What did you do? Did you confront him? Yeah, I ran up to him. I said some very choice words. He got very scared and ran away. Wow. Very quickly with nothing, nothing of mine. Wow. What a, what a story. I mean, I really wanted to tackle him or something, but I was worried like because he was kind of like a he was obviously like high on and stuff and like, yeah. like and like kind of dirty looking and stuff. Right. And so my instinct was to like tackle him and call the police or something. But I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to touch this guy. I don't know if he has a knife. I don't know if he's, I don't know what's going on. So I just, as soon as he started running away, I just called the police. And Well, that's the guy that needs to be in the octagon with you. I know. Should have put him in the octagon. That's right. Well, there's no Live old West learn. justice anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no good old that's probably West a justice. good thing. <laughs> sometimes, I feel like sometimes we should be able to take some, you know, issues into our own hands. If, if you're just wanting to, you know, give a guy a good punch for being a douche, you know? Yeah, that kind of thing. I think that sounds better in theory than it probably is. Yeah, I, I agree because I'm very, I'm very non-confrontational. So yeah, that whole, really the know. whole machismo thing no. doesn't really, doesn't really suit me. Yeah, uh, me neither. It doesn't really. I can't. We can't. I don't think either of us can really pull it off that much. But no. I can be scary when I need to. Like in that situation, I can't. And because I, <laughs> I think the thing is, all you have to do is be confident because they don't know you they don't know if you're actually a crazy person or not like you know is this guy want to fight kind of guy and that you don't want you know so if you just if you come off as crazy and confident right off the bat then they'll and and calm then 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 they don't want to take they don't it's like a it's a dice roll at that point yeah if they started to fight then it'd be like like, oh that's not good you also don't look like a tiny human like that's true so (laughs) a tiny wispy but that doesn't matter you could you could be a you know it could be a bruce lee type you know you could be a you know, I don't think anyone's ever confused me with a Bruce Lee. T- <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's uh, just you know, it's, it's, it's all everyone's different. I've got, you know, I've got my, their own. I've got my things. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. What a, what a lovely segment. I like that. I, I feel better already. Good. I'm glad. It's a, it's just you know, get something off your chest. That's you know, right. That's the whole point.
are coming to the end of the show. Oh. We've learned a lot about you. Um, you know, I, I love those games because you really do find out some fun stuff about each other, even though they're goofy. Yeah. Um, and the juggling connection is always going to mean the world to me. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, uh, I have one final question that I ask all my guests. And the reason I ask it is uh, is because, you know, everyone listen, everyone who listens to this show, you don't always relate to every single guest. You know, you might l- relate strong to this person or that person or who knows. And I never know, you know, podcasting, you never know when where or how someone's listening but i always like to think that someone's listening you know that's relating to you right now you know and so what i always you know the name of the show is called ryan is super strong you know so the question i ask all my guests is simply hey are you super strong Oof, that's deep <laughs> well and keep in mind there's so many types of strength there are so many types of physical strength. mental emotional, and we've established spiritual. mine is not physical <laughs> That is that is well uh, well established. You don't seem like a weak man, though. You're a strong, you know. I can carry it. I can carry a case around if yeah, I have to. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I can stand on my feet. That's for good. Twelve hours. Yeah. Which is a and hold a steady cam and all that stuff. Well, a boom pole. Boom pole. Yeah. See. Uh, but uh, I'd like to think so. Can't be a bean pole and hold a boom pole. <laughs> <laughs> That should be your motto. That should be people like Soundman. Soundman like well, a production. beanpole is is a tall person, right? A tall, skinny person. A I tall, think. skinny person. Yeah. One yeah. of the best boom ops in the industry is like six five mm-hmm. and looks like he weighs ninety pounds. Really? Does yeah. he have Popeye arms from carrying those things all the time? No, he has. He has kind of. Gosh, I don't know if I should say this in public, <laughs> but I mean, he's he looks he looks like he has he does what he needs to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he's not like a gym rat. He doesn't look gotcha. like. You know, okay. stacked. Right. Um, but he's he's a legend. And yeah. uh, so, you know, I think there's something to that. Totally. You're just totally. having the capacity that you need and, and nothing more. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I would like to think that my strength is is more internal. It's mm-hmm. more metaphorical. Okay. Uh, and, and that I, I hope so. Okay. I like that I feel like I it's hoping. I feel like it's a little arrogant to say definitively yes. Well, sure. It's... Uh, it, Certainly a projection of some type of not to say confidence. that you're arrogant oh, because no, you've well, obviously fine. established that you well, believe that you are. A, <laughs> I don't know that I've established that I believe I am, or if I've established that that's just kind of like the big joke of the show. So oh, okay. I'm a big dumb idiot. All right, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but so basically, like I said earlier, people are relating to you and stuff, and uh, every every advice leaves a piece of advice for the listeners. So, what's a piece of advice that someone who's relating to you could use to get super strong, like? You wow, you know? um, well my my goals are basically to just know as much as I can about both relevant and irrelevant things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love knowing irrelevant things. It's one of my favorite <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, pastimes. It's like listening to podcasts uh, that give me useless information in life and. But at the same time, I also like try and do my research and my homework that relate to my uh, my professional uh, interests as well. Sure. And I, I think knowing, <clears throat> being the kind of person who is always learning and is always looking out for the next bit of interesting information, paying attention to the news, paying attention to politics, I think that just makes you a better, more well-rounded person. So if if that's my strength, then... I guess that's my advice too. Yeah, be man. that kind of person. Yeah, I like that. It feels good. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> that's great, man. 
<laughs> well, thank you for sharing that, man. And thank you for coming over here as well. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. Um, the last thing I always like to do, you know, is, is to give all my guests an opportunity for plugs, you know, so where can, where can people follow you online? Where can people hear music videos that you're doing? Sure. You know, all that kind of stuff. Promotion, promotional that people can follow. Mr. Nathan Aleph. Well, uh, see, how I pronounced that. Yeah. I tried to do it the correct <laughs> You're you're an honorary Jew now. <laughs> <Get sweeper. laughs> uh, my music stuff exists mostly on YouTube. Okay. Um, haven't posted there in a while, but mm-hmm. if you want to check out the old catalog. Yeah. Um, and then my most uh, active social media is Instagram, which is putting it very mildly. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not very active. On social media. Uh, but uh, I post a little bit about my work and, and the cool things that I'm doing. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's an easy way to get in touch with me if... Anybody for any of these ever things. wanted to do that for any reason, <laughs> which they probably don't. Well, one day, one day when when uh, when your baby is, you know, googling, you know, your your whereabouts. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I don't mean it sound like you like disappeared from her life. <laughs> and she'll find this episode and go, oh, I can find him. I can get hold I've of him. I've learned so much about my father. <laughs> my deadbeat dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just play. Uh, no, that's great, man. It's so it's so awesome. I'm I'm very excited for you for this baby. When uh, how long how how long is that gonna be? Until uh, she pops out. Uh, January. Mid-January. January. So you guys are pretty getting there. It's yeah. gonna go much faster than it. It already probably should. It already is. <laughs> yeah, it's like you. What did you guys find out early on? Pretty early. Like yeah, the first in May. Month of, yeah. Okay. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Not just prep time. We have a we have a, another another close friend that's pregnant with twins right now. Cool. One of each. I celebrated the day we found out it was one. It was child. just one. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Bullet dodged. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah. I think about that a lot. I'm like, man, that would be so nutty. I can't. I can't imagine it. Yeah. It's double the hard. It is. And it's already hard. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck. I know that the listeners do as well. Thank you. We're, I mean, I'm very excited for you to be a future papa. That's, that's great. Right. <laughs> we'll have to do a follow up for sure. For sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> After My daughter's I first podcast died from sleep deprivation. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I always take this moment to plug uh, Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show, Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music for the show, as well as helped me with the bumper cues. The Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan. You can email us at Ryan is super strong at gmail.com. But the most important thing I always ask you guys to do here at the end of the show is if you like this show, and I hope that you do, or, or why would you be listening all the way to the end of this? It's <laughs> quite a commitment. It is, it is a commitment if you hate something. Um, if you've made it this far and enjoy the show and want to help it grow, please uh, go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and leave a crazy review. A bunch of people have done it. And whenever you do that, it helps the show grow in the algorithms, which, you know, I don't even know what all that means, but the show grows and people listen all over the world and all my badass guests get more ears on them like Mr. Nathan Aleph. So definitely check all these out and then go rate and review the show. I would would really appreciate it. Um, The last thing I do on the show, besides thanking you one more time for making time to come over to this wacky show, (laughs) is I talk to one listener or a group of listeners and I try to get them to up their game in some way. Uh, and this week is no different, and I'm going to start right now. All right, this week I'm talking to coyotes. Now, I said listener, a group of listeners, and you guys are my, you might be thinking, coyotes? They don't have podcasts. But that's the thing is that, that you guys need to know about, is coyotes have been getting stronger, smarter, faster, larger, 
and they're all up in our neighborhood all the damn time and we don't even live i mean as the as the crow flies we're very close to mountain range but you know but we're but we're not that close to it you know and these coyotes are coming right up into our backyard where little rupert lives and that's not that's not cool but coyotes you guys are you know you're you're making the area dangerous just like thieves are like nathan brought up earlier we can't have thieves we don't need coyotes all up in here in west hollywood get out of here Stop being so mangy and trickery, filled with trickery, you know? I don't need you walking around here looking for food and endangering my pup and the pups of all of our neighbors. It's just a dangerous thing, and I know that you're listening right now, because that's how smart you are. <laughs> so please, you know, listen to the advice of someone like Nathan here, and then go back in the archive, okay, coyotes? If you listen to all of the advice of my past guests, then one day you're going to be super strong. I promise you. It's just going to make you a stronger coyote and you won't be so mean and mangy. And you'll be super strong one day, just like Ryan. <laughs> I just talked to coyotes.